This is CliffCentral.com. Yeah, baby. Yeah. That's how we start the show every single time. It is indeed one of the shortest hours in the week. It's a Thursday. And you know what that means. It's time for Unplugged and In Charge right here on cliffcentral.com. Now, this is also a time in which we have this, these really great conversations. They're always constructive. They're about young people doing amazing things. People on the move, on the hustle, trying to grow what they have into something that will one day uh, be left as a legacy for younger people after them to follow as well. So that's the type of conversations we normally have. We have really upbeat, constructive conversations, things that are going to move you from where you are to where you want to be. Because, guys, it's a continuous process every single time, is it not? Definitely. My name is Weza. You can call me Weza, that guy. It's always great to be right here on cliffcentral.com on Unplugged and In Charge. Now, I've got three people in the studio with me. It's a bit of a full studio. I don't have small koozie here this time around. I just have these three individuals who are all doing amazing things. One gentleman, he's into uh, um, electric mobile type of things. I'm not going to mention the details yet because I want you to to wonder, what am I talking about? Electricity? Okay. And mobility? Okay. And uh, how do these things come together? And he's young at the same time. He's funding most of these things himself. He's on the move, but that's just one of his companies. He's got parallel hustles. I think we are in the generation now where we need to have multiple streams of income. And that's more or less what uh, he's doing. His name is Fezile. We're going to be talking to him in a short little while. But I also do have a lady that's into hygiene and hygiene and beauty at the same time. I mean, she's doing amazing things in that space. She owns a salon and then she owns like, um, you know, a company that's that's all about uh, sanitation, young people getting employed through that as well she's creating employment and she's on the move and on the hustle then i also have another one on top of all of that now she's into acting yeah and and i mean that is an interesting story all together because here's the story of a young girl starting off living so far from the Josie life and then she decides, you know what? I need to come to Josie. You know, she's like a Jimmy comes to Josie. That type, you know. And she's going to tell us how the hustle has been. She's doing amazing stuff right now. She plans to do even bigger things in the future. You need to to really remember some of these people's names because they're really, really going to go somewhere in life. And uh, they, they're really going to teach us some great, great things. I don't even know who to start with because everyone right here has some amazing, amazing things that they could, of course, uh, teach us and tell us about uh, just about life, about the hustle. But I have a feeling I should uh, normally, you know, we always have this whole thing of uh, ladies first. How about maybe we switch it up this time around and we first start with the gentleman because uh, you are the only gentleman here amongst ladies. So let's actually start with Ufezil. How are you doing, brother? All right, man. Uh, Weza, thanks for having me. Sure thing. Ufezil is Lamini, but it's Lamini with an H. There's no difference, really. There's no difference. There's no difference. You know, because there's the, the, the Laminis with the H and there's the Laminis without the H. Yeah, so just to give you that, um, like in my family, mm-hmm. my grandmother has a DL. My mm-hmm. grandfather has a DH. Yo, yo. So parts of my family have a DL. Parts of my family have a DH. So it was a product of home apartheid. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, that's the same with my family. I, there, there are some people who have matomani with the H. In fact, how you say matomani is you say it with the H. Um, like it sounds like there's an H, but my surname does not have an actual H. But yeah. then there are some matomanes that have H's. Like I know when I look at my, in the IDs of my great grand and so on i see h's there and then with us there's no h you know because uh bus just didn't write the h that day and then you're like bus sorry there's a mistake hey what's it uh, no no Damn no sorry bus nothing <laughs> 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 and that's how these things happen yeah. cool Fezile, um tell us about um some of the things that you're currently doing i know that uh i mean you you you're into a number of different things one side you have a social uh, a, a social media marketing company yeah but that's not even all 
that you do. They, there's so much. So tell us a little bit about it. All right. So uh, the, the the primary company, the core company is Green Scooter. You know, mm-hmm. Green Scooter is being um, Africa's first all-electric vehicle ride-sharing platform, which is due to launch. Mm. And with that... Um, I've had to find ways of funding this company myself, and that's mm. because I've had difficulty with the funding. With funding it, because it's a it's a highly complex business, which people want to want to uh, see it in action first before they'll put in uh, the, the millions I'm asking for. Sure. So I've had to create two other entities. Uh, one uh, one is called Nokwe Digital, which is a pretty much a digital agency providing software and hardware for events. For events and clients Whatever client needs they are We provide them uh, from Noco Digital Then the one My other one is called um, uh, Move Digital Move Digital is a social media marketing agency That's pretty much what I do Okay, let, let's let's dissect a, a couple of them Noque Digital, you said uh, Is different from Move Digital Yes The the one is social media Yes And the other one the other one is strictly software development, um, hardware development. So one of our latest uh, technologies is a, is a smart mirror. So what the smart mirror pretty much is, is that it's a 1.8 by, uh, 1.8 by 910 millimeters. Mm-hmm. And it's pretty much, uh, how can I say it? It's like a tablet on steroids. So it's a touchscreen mirror. You can mm-hmm. take pictures, take videos, uh, capture data. And use it for like we've sold it. We've sold it to a couple of brands for their own activations, mm. and it's something completely different from a generic photo booth or a generic stand that is used to collect data. So mm. I always, whenever I think of something, whenever I think of tech, I think of the next level of doing things. Wow, that's pretty cool, man. I, it you know you you have this this Steve Jobsy Zuckerbergy thing about you, <laughs> yeah, and that's a really great thing. Thank you. Excellent. Now, I mean, I'm already imagining that mirror. If you put it in 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 uh, in toilets, girls would just go crazy. But obviously, <laughs> not there by the place where you can see the other toilets. Mara, it's just yeah. you have the yeah, positioning enough, is key. Put it, you can actually put it there if we want. If they wanted us to build something for that, we can definitely do it. Even yeah, you guys think. But uh. what we're using this for for one of our clients. Is for you know as a photo booth of sorts, yeah. taking videos, capturing videos. You can actually play notes on crosses on the mirror. So mm. remember, it's a mirror that is literally touchscreen the whole yeah. way. Yeah. So that's how we've been doing it. And I'm mm. using, I'm, I'm literally using these businesses to fund, Green to fund the- because it's been difficult as a black entrepreneur to get funding. Now this is quite interesting when you say that um, that uh, you you made a company to fund. You, you made a company, you realized you needed money, and uh, you decided not to go get a 9 to 5 job, but to actually start other companies that will fund this company. Yeah. These ones are so-called the low-hanging fruit. Yeah, so with I actually quit my job last year. Um, mm. I, that was the last, I only worked the 9 to 5 uh, probably from February 2016 up until July 2017. Mm. Uh, I moved up a corporate ladder pretty quickly um, as from a content strategist, local web coordinator to head of social media. And it wasn't wasn't great. You know, even though Green Scooter, I came up with the idea back in 2015, yeah, 15 on holidays. It's something I submarined and then I just felt that, you know what, I'm getting frustrated by how the system works within mm. the corporate world. So let me actually get back to that opportunity that I created. And I've, I've been working, I've been crafting, I've been trying to, you know, understand my business plan holistically, um, build other things within it, which I never knew was supposed to be there. And which is key is if you want to be an entrepreneur. Man, this is all really, really uh, impressive. It's not easy to go from having these submarine ideas working a nine to five, which I believe so many of us do. So many many, guys who who are in nine to fives have these great ideas or they think they're great ideas. Some are even scared to share them because (laughs) what if you steal my idea? (laughs) I came to learn that NDAs, look, if it's really great to steal... Then someone can easily steal it, but you don't. Not everyone wants to sign an NDA. Mm. Not everyone has to sign an NDA. Mm. Just give them a brochure of your business. Yeah. Not how everything works, mm. and that's another thing that people have to learn is that how you sell your businesses is not always a yeah. This is how we're going to be looking in the next 10, 15 years. No, sell what needs to be sold right now, mm. and that's mm. how I've managed to to learn. 
uh, certain things you know i didn't know for one that, that a value a value chain the term value chain had existed because yeah. for me it was something completely different which is just how i see my business branching out over time so it's something that i had to you know master and and, and build um so that tomorrow when people ask me what's a value chain and how how it's more successful how sorry how your business will be sustainable in future that's something i had to i had to add to focus on mm, so this mm. is a lifetime business i've built that being green scooter it, it it's it's really impressive for me that uh, that that's that's pretty much what you did i have friends who are also into this whole thing of um starting a certain business but that business maybe needs too much money and they mm. they you know they're relying on funding that's not quite coming yet and it's meeting after meeting and things are not yeah. necessarily materializing and yeah. this approach that at least you have a, a practical example of it because my advice to them was find low hanging fruits what is the what are some businesses that you could start right now yes they're not what you've always wanted to do yeah. but it is what you can do you know sometimes you have to just to get by yes do what you you uh, do, where you, do what you can do where you are so that yeah. you can do what you want to do where you want to be yeah you know you see with that um one thing one thing i come to learn as well is that look you may have a business idea that requires about 50 million right mm. even if you have a business idea that requires 10 million how much do you need to start like the investors always ask you how much do you need to start mm. but that question as well it's a very it's a question of even if you give me what i need to start it will probably not sustain me because you're just then going to fold your hands and look at me and see what's okay sharp that's when you go to your pillow lab mm. So what I've done on my side is that I've now broken up my 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 um, my operational expenses, mm. uh, my operational analysis. So I've broken it down into in, into different segments. Okay, shop phases, different say. phases. So yeah. with those phases, there's timelines to it. That okay, mm. first in time I should have raised X amount. X amount gets me this. Then I can move this phase, this mm. phase, this phase. Mm. So you need to you need to also start thinking differently with how you how you plan on getting the money because in most cases you're not gonna get. I'm not gonna get fifty million. Yeah. Like this, boom. Unless someone's very generous and they want to play the role of a sugar daddy, and you know that's what they call them in the investors' world. Actually, yeah. if someone comes and funds your angel ideas, funder. Not, not even that. They actually call them sugar daddies. Okay, sugar daddies is someone that literally <laughs> gives you. Yeah, when whenever you say I need this, nine mal. Yeah, I need this. So they call them they call them sugar daddies. Yeah, it's also a patriarchal system. Yeah, it's not really uh, matriarchal in that sense. Yeah. Um, so you know, people must, must understand in terms of breaking it down. A lot of people in the corner were pillow more. So with me, I've 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 been depressed. Yeah, I probably suffer suffer, suffer from depression maybe like twice or thrice a week yeah. because things don't go as as they as they should. But at the same time, you need you need to have something that's going to keep you going. So for me, it's my faith and how my how I've channeled my my spirituality as a person is that you know what one daughter like the, the whole story that's been used in social media and even in media for regarding to my, my entire business is that if all those close, build your own. Mm. So always find a way. Try find uh, you have your own support system as a person. And it's very important to be your own support system because you, you can't predict about good banjan. Yeah. So that's how I've managed to keep myself together through all throughout. You know, Les Brown says if uh if the doors closed and it's locked and it's shut and you don't have the key, come back tomorrow with a screwdriver and take off the hinges. <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty much a solution right there. Or come with a crowbar. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now now we're getting into something interesting. You know, I had a a, a conversation with um, Spoo from Skinny Spoo Socks, and yeah. and uh, you know, he usually has these great presentations about how great and lavish things are, and so on. But then, with that particular conversation, he went into the real deep, um, darker side of entrepreneurship and doing yeah. it on your own and not having the funding and falling into debt and things not working out and the people that you trusted don't come through for you yeah. and then 
he falls into depression and, and so on. So you mentioned a bit of depression now. And yeah. these are things that a lot of people are going through. Some are going through it because of maybe comparison when they're looking at how successful someone else's thing looks like it's going yeah. from where you're standing. You know how social media always paints the perfect picture? Yeah. So then when I you don't even do that. I literally tell people like it is. So tell us like it is, man. Like, look, man. Uh, Leaving your nine to five. <laughs> yeah. And thinking, if this, I'm going to start businesses. Look at Fezile. He's got three companies. If this, I'm just going to go. What's the hard stuff about having to leave a safe place to pursue this thing? And yet it is not always consistent. You know, I left, I left the safe place in, in, um, in July and I just bought my property. Mm-hmm. So it was a thing of, okay, how are we going to survive? <laughs> but luckily I had a client, which is a university institution, which I've had them for quite some time, but they were paying just enough, but not enough for me to not cover my bond and my car and my daily expenses. So I've always had to think of, okay, cool. Where else am I going to look for it to run or something? Mm. Um, look, with depression, you know what comes with that. Suicide come, comes into play. You know, mm. it's, it's, I'll, I'll be, I'll be honest. I've probably had three attempts in my life when mm-hmm. I was, when I was much younger because, you know, you're a misunderstood individual. Um, and, um, after I failed the third time, I was like, okay, cool. Clearly I'm, I'm, I'm a failure at suicide. So I think that <laughs> I literally threw that <laughs> completely out the window. Yeah. But like between last year, this year, it's thoughts that, that have, that will always come to you because you just feel like, you know what? Um, there's nothing else. You know, you don't want to go back to a night's five because you're like, you hate that. You hate that life. So it's like, you know. Um, you will travel kilometers and spend thousands of rands on petrol and on land on coffees to take these people out. And, you know, you'll, you'll forever, you'll, you know, there's a lot of people that like, I, I really learned it in the past uh, four months, mm-hmm. actually. And uh, where people really like to sit down and they want to hear your business idea. They seem like they're potential investors, but then, they just go, mum, you know, before I went to Sweden in March, I literally had to dig out of my savings because my savings was one thing I told myself I was never going to touch for the longest of time. Then eventually I had to touch it because I was like, okay, cool. I need to travel. I need to go do this. And, um, met up with this one person. This person said, no, look, go and get this one thing. Once you have that thing, then when you come back, we'll have a different conversation. So I got it and. That was then the official sign, signing of a deal between myself and my, and my partners in Sweden. After that, coming back, coming back, I think he actually helped me with that. So as much as when I came back, he didn't give me the money I asked for. He helped me, you know, rather push quicker with getting this document that you needed. So also dearly, instead of waiting to get money first, then to get it. Rather mm. tap into what you have. And then as in, you know, I think also that, that narrative that we have as black people of, it actually helps out a lot if you actually yeah. really think about it. Like sometimes you just have to say effort. You know, you just have to say effort. Do what you got to do. Um, when is it? What my in May, April, May were probably my darkest months. As much as social media was celebrating me and my thing, oh so much. I was really my bank balances was sitting on a negative. Um. You know, I have to make sure that my one, the bond is always covered. The car is covered. The cell phone contract is covered. Actually, I think it was May. <laughs> I think it was May. Mm-hmm. When my cell phone contract, they, they, they blocked it because mm-hmm. I didn't pay for like, I think I didn't pay for April. And, um, you know, I was, I was desperate, but not too desperate. That's one thing I always, always, always make sure. And there's lots of stories you hear about what desperation does to people. Mm. And I've made sure that I never succumb to anything that is, that is immoral or is not part of my moral compass. You know, um, if you go through a rough patch, it's probably for a reason. It'll teach you. There's a lesson that comes out of it. Um, so I went through that dark patch where I was sitting on negatives, not knowing what's happening. I'd, uh, I think I'd never asked my parents The last time I asked my parents for money was 2013 And I literally asked my mother I was like look can I please have 500 rand 
Like I really didn't want much. I was like, can I please have five hundred rand? And I was like, I just need gas for the week and just to buy bread. So I'm literally living on bread every single day. Boom, mm. boom, 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 boom. Still traveling to these meetings, trying to get engaged with these people. And um, cool. Then uh, the client that I've been working on finally pulled through for my other business. So payments came through. Then I had to settle all the small Nyana debts that I had, you know, these um, areas in your accounts. Mm. Um, and then obviously I repaid my mother with like probably a hundredfold of what she had given me because, mm. you know, it was, it, it was a rough time. Um, you know, when, as entrepreneurs, you suffer in silence. Mm. <laughs> yeah. 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 You suffer in silence. It can really be a, a deep and lonely journey. Tell me how important is to not have responsibilities when you're still starting out for instance yourself are you married do you have kids and do you think that is helping or maybe it's at a disadvantage to where you are i'm single mm -hmm. um but the most important thing single no kids is that uh as a person you need to be very selfish when you're an entrepreneur you literally lose your emotion completely. I've, I, people know me as that I'm, I'm, I'm emotionless. And that's because of how I've experienced life from, from uh, high school days and, you know, through this entrepreneurial journey. It's like the people you try to depend on, they're not so much there for you. So you literally have to now fend for yourself with whatever you're doing. Mm. So it, it's, it's literally using logic over everything. So logic is a, it play, it plays a very, very important role. You know, when you make when you make decisions based on emotion, you'll make the wrong decision. You'll find yourself in a in a in a, in a funk, mm. and that funk is gonna it's, it, it, it will ruin you. You know, it will eat you up. Like yesterday, I was talking to uh, calling my brother, but we've we've known each other for a very long time. You saw the guy outside that side. You know, yeah. I was telling him about you know the current situation that I'm that I've that I've been put in with a with a business partner. And he's like, yo, man, I've never seen you like this. And I'm like, yeah, because I never expected people to act like this. Mm. So, you know, you learn, you know, people come into your life for a reason. You know, it's very important as well to protect your space. Uh, be careful who you let in. Be careful who you share your 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 business information with. There's people who are going to want to know more about your business, more than you do, you know. And they're trying to know because they want to see if you're going to fail or not. You know, they want to see how they can actually steal it. You know, here in life, life, nobody owes you anything. Nobody owes you anything. Mm. It's rough out here. People need to realize that. Don't you then think that um, this this dream that you're pursuing is um, making you lose life itself? You're so busy trying to make a living that you're forgetting to live. What is to live? I wish I could answer that in terms of what it is to live. I'm 26 years old. So I can't really give you a full perspective in terms of what that is. But um, what's the point? Why Why are we doing this? I asked myself this question last week. Mm -hmm. um, so I flew to China because I had to go collect some stuff. And I was literally there for 12 hours. I was in Hong Kong for 12 hours and I had to fly back. Fly back, get to Joba, rent some errands, drive down to Durban for the Durban July to cater for our clients' needs. And I was like, why did I do this? You know, sometimes you ask yourself, like, why? Even if things are okay, you ask yourself, why? Like, sometimes you just want to, you just want to escape. Like, I've got a belt. I live on the fourth floor. Sometimes I just feel like, actually, if I could just, like, jump off and then just forget about all of this stuff. You think about these things because it's, it's so straining. Being an entrepreneur is very, very straining. It's, it's, it, you, you know, with, with Green Scooter, for one, Ever since I went and I spoke to the president um, publicly, we're talking. Uh, as, Wait, uh, which one? Tumamina or? Tumamina. There's a video online which is which had trended as well. Um, you know, uh, they should tell the president. You know, that's basically what I was saying is that look, there's things I'd like to do and can see you guys are building relations with com with com with the Swedish government. I actually have partnered up with companies in Sweden. I feel like we can make can make magic here. Mm -hmm. 
And uh, ever since then, there's been a lot of politics, economics, and social involved. And that's because my my my, my line of business, that being Green Scooter, it's 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 not built for Africa, but it's built for Africa. Because Africa likes staying the same. They don't like evolving. They're not like innovating. They want to keep us in the same boat. Like you see, we've got fuel hikes right now. The taxi industry is saying we're going to increase our price because we can't afford petrol anymore. But that fuel levy shouldn't even be a thing. We should have went electric long time ago. The transportation, the, the legislation for a vehicle classification should have changed in 90, it should have changed in 1996, but at the last time it was amended. Where you have my vehicles are categorized as a non-motorized transport, but it should have but this, that should have changed from non-motorized to electric motorized transport because non-motorized means you're in the Flintstones. Do you get what I'm saying? So there's many things now we're fighting from a legislation perspective, from a political perspective, because now people are like, no, you can't let a small boy come in here with uh, and try to take over our industry that we've already created. You know, there's that. Then there's also... The social, the social, the social part of it is that there's social benefits, there's financial benefits, there's environmental, there's just so much that I don't even know how I keep it together. Hmm. I'll be honest with you. I've been asked this many times. I don't know. I don't have an answer for you. I wake up every morning. I get to my office. I work. Because you know what? There's, um, there's eating. And there's enjoying the food. There's no point in having a lot of food that you just swallow. We might as well just cut a hole in your stomach and just put it in there. And if we're not tasting the food, we won't even get to appreciate. You know what? There's a scripture that says it is good for a man to eat and um, like to taste and, and eat the fruit of his hard labor. It is the blessing of god you know this that scripture is talking about mm, you know that apple or that burger when you're holding it with both hands that's how you hold a burger with both hands and you just go in and while you're still chewing you take another bite man you know (laughs) it's just that good and and why you work hard why you building green scooter and all these other things is so that you can say, yeah, but if you on the way there lose the essence, even when you have it, you'll say, I, 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 I came very far, but I'm, I, let's say you, you will be, you will be far, but you'll be far from you. That's, that's, that's some powerful stuff. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Look, uh, I think for me right now is, I would say I am living Like I forget to eat mm. I prob- Sometimes I eat once a day uh, Sometimes I don't eat at all And that's because when you're, in, when, you're in, when, you're in, when you're in your startup phase You're in, the, in that focus zone Where nothing else matters but what you're trying to achieve And that's what a lot of people don't get Mm. Is that the If you still think you have time for three meals a day Rather You have something else coming at you When you start When you have to do When you have to do the manual labor You know um, Sleep becomes one of those Like literally I can sleep in 30 seconds All I have to do is just lay on my bed And I'm out I'm a deep sleep I'm gone mm. And um, You know there's There's stuff like that Which uh, you, you you go through as a person. You go through these things. Yeah. No. Definitely. We do go through these things. Uh, I've I'm in business myself. In fact, uh, I'm really enthused by your business because there's some synergy there. Why? I, when I saw your your yeah. story on social media, I thought I need to meet this guy because actually there's some stuff we can talk about. Yeah. But but um, now that I'm getting to know you know more layers. To the to you know to your book you know the other chapters, I'm I'm beginning to see that you you might lose yourself on the journey going there, and uh, what is important maybe to a person like yourself is a great support structure, 
sometimes, yes, that support structure might come with too many other things. Like, for instance, you know, when they say behind every successful man is a strong woman, whatever, and you're thinking, hey, women are going to need time and energy that I don't have right now. Brother. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, so if only you had um, like, you know, you know, like how the Fergusons are doing it at the moment. Yeah. Both of them are hustling hard. They're pushing together. And they somehow understand each other and they can be there for each other yeah. while hustling, uh, uh, going in the same direction, more or less. I'm not saying go get a girlfriend, no, but no, no. I, what I'm saying <laughs> is that um, sometimes if you had a support structure, it would remind you to live while you are pursuing the living so that you don't lose yourself on the journey because some people do. And then when they get all the money and all the everything that they've always wanted, it means nothing because it's like that scripture is Solomon was talking about how everything was just vanity. You know, he felt like there was nothing new under the sun. Everything is just like that because he worked so hard, broke his back. And then when he gets to the end of this whole thing, he's like, why did I do this again? You know, you know, so, you know, the most important underlying message mm. that's there is what you're saying. It's necessarily a message, but it's something that relates to what a lot of people tweet about mm. and, you know, say on social media. Is that look at what Bill Gates and whatnot, they're not dressed in Gucci and this yeah. and that. If people only knew where they actually buy their clothes mm. and how much their t-shirts, like, I know Mark Zuckerberg's t-shirts cost like $600. Yeah. But they've got no brand name on mm. there. But even with those people is that, um, Sebai Pilile, they mm. understand it. Mm. They've, 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 they've enjoyed it. It's just that you as a person sitting on the other side who ha who's, a, who's the have-not is going to glorify this image that they've created. But in, in actual fact, when these people, they're living that high life. Mm. You know, that's what I hate. That's what I also dislike about, you know, how, how social media is, is abused from a perspective, perspe perspective mm. a point of view. Mm. Is that you know you go and you glorify things that actually shouldn't be glorified because those people are living a life that you don't even know of. Yeah, yeah. You know? But <laughs> yeah, it's just people. So what I wish for you is love, laughter, peace of mind. And just sleep, yes. <laughs> and and like a an inner peace to to be content, you know, because Actually, that's all that matters. You know, with inner peace, we'll find it. Yeah. It's just that right now, we are sitting in between Satan's butt cheeks. Mm. Yo. Yeah. You know, that if you're, if you're starting out and you, and you, and you, and you want to, look, you want to, you want to live that high life, you need to start somewhere. And that is mm. in between Satan's butt cheeks. Cause there's always someone's grandmother that's working overtime to make sure that your things don't come together. Wow. <laughs> okay, okay. So so another you know important that made thing. Sense, right? No, I do, I do, I do. But what you also need to know, ne, as I, I have heard this before, is that when bad things happen to you your perspective is very important. It is not a it is not a force, it is a fact. That thing, even if a couple of things happen in the same week, it is still not a force. It's a fact. A fact is something that you can say, oh, that happened. All right, let's go along with it. But a force is this dark cloud and you don't know when it's going to stop because it's not in your control. And you know what I mean? And you feel like it's stronger than you and it's always there. And sometimes when we believe that more things start to happen in our lives that prove the thing that we believe already, you know? Mind is a very powerful weapon. Yeah. All right. Let me get some of my other guests involved yes, yes, in this yes. conversation. This was so deep that I could literally spend two hours. Yeah, <laughs> this was really amazing. The only person who's ever interviewed me and just gotten that information. Excellent. Wow, man. Thank you yeah. so much for sharing because it's important that we get to know. I always say, you know, it, it's not always just about about the the trees and the the fruit, but it's sometimes about the roots. And the soil in which your roots were formed. Yeah. Because when we understand that, we understand the, you know, the leaves and the, the fruit more. Because we understand how hard this has been. The dark stuff. 
you know, because that's, that's how we start to appreciate entrepreneurs as well. And whether you are still on the come up, still on the startup, or in fact, whether you've made it and everything's working out well, we get to know that, hey, it wasn't always this way. Because normally people always paint that perfect picture, that Instagram life. Ooh, look at me. I'm an entrepreneur. It worked out. More fire. <laughs> you know? <laughs> Meanwhile, even Mr. More Fire has a deep, dark story of how hard it has been somewhere, you know, before it was the way it is. And maybe it's still rough. But the image that he has to sell maybe has to be this robust image of it working out and everything coming together. Meanwhile, there's so much going on. Mm. And usually the average conversation that you'd have on an interview is very shallow. It's very, oh, wow. So, I mean, you're doing so well. And then we sell this, this facade to youngsters that get into entrepreneurship. It's mm. the easiest, best thing you can do with your life and you can make so much money. And that doesn't always happen. And I was telling someone about this actually uh, this weekend in, uh, in Durban. Mm. That, you know, they're trying to tell people, they're trying to tell these guys that, no, I'm glad that you, that you quit your job. What? What? Mm. I don't like glad someone quit their job. And then you're going to be, you're going to be telling them that, yeah, you can actually make money yourself, make money on your own. What? Dot, 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 because, They've found their own formula. Yeah. Now they feel that like this formula can just be a blanket that should just cover everyone. Mm. And that thing, it doesn't work and it doesn't make sense. People need to understand, Uguti, we're all not built to be entrepreneurs. Yeah. We're not, we're not all built to be employees. But even when you go back to primary school, whenever they used to ask us, what do you want to be when you grow up? I want to be a doctor. I want to be a lawyer. I want to mm. be a nurse, you know, policeman. Then you look, 15 years later You're definitely Not any of those things mm. um, And That's that, that, That's where it starts And people Just need to understand I'm a It's all fun It's all fun When I'm 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 so, a lady who went a different direction in uh, her business is uh, in beauty and also in uh, uh, industry cleaning, or let me rather say, in um, should I use the word hygiene or sanitation? Or hygiene. Hygiene is a better word. Yes, hygiene. It's Florence. Florence Mosipil, how are you doing? I'm going to do weather. Excellent, excellent. So, uh, Florence, tell us a bit about your businesses and uh, and how they're going right now. Um, I'm the founder of Cleaners on Call, mm-hmm. which is a cleaning company which um, does commercial, domestic, and industrial cleaning. Mm. The reason why I went for this business, one reason was that when we grew up back at home in Kahiso, I'm from the West End, by the mm. way, um, I was forced to clean. I never understood why my mother had to Make me clean while I went to Krugerstorp High School. My friends say that, Florence, we've got an auntie. Uh. And I did all these things and we fought with my mother. There was no happy life around cleaning, <laughs> you know. Yeah. And I always question myself, Kantu Mama, why is she not getting an auntie? Mm. <laughs> and through time while growing up and learning, I realized that, you know, this service is needed. And... Just when I moved out uh, of home when I was 23, I realized I need an auntie for the house. But where do I get an auntie? Okay, I'll get somebody referred by a neighbor. Ah, this person. Next thing, all my issues are known by the neighbor. (laughs) I'll get somebody I get from the street. This person. My things are lost. I'm losing things in the house. Okay, I'll get some somebody by Umama that knows Umama. And then Umama knows all my business. Who was in my house, who was not in my house, what were they doing? Really? Mm. Mama is living in my house now. Then I realized that, you know, we need a company that gives us services that are professional. We need to take cleaning onto another level. Cleaners need to be professional to an extent that they respect their jobs, like any other receptionist, manager, CEO. CEO. Mm. 
what we need is we need reliable, trustworthy, honest and hardworking professional people within the cleaning industry. Because of a cleaner initially becomes a part of your home, a part of you. Because that's the person that washes your clothes. That's your image. That's the person that cooks for you. That's your, that deals with your, your health oh. and, mm. and then that's the person that uh, uh, deals with your comfort, which is home. This person is half you, by the way. So we need these people to be reliable, to be there. You need a mom. Let me say that. All right. So you identified a, a gap in the market in that sense. And then, uh, you decided, okay, cool. Let me start a company that's, that's along those lines. Yes. And again, with so many townhouses being built, with so much independence, with social media taking over our lives that we need to be independent. We need to live the certain life. The direction in our lives right now, a 21 year old is already planning to move out of home, which was never there. Things have taken a different turn. So there is a need of, of reliable cleaning services. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, cool. So how, how, how easy or how hard was it then to, to break into the industry with your new idea and then the company that you wanted to start? It was not an easy journey at all, but I think it's, it all goes with, um, a passion for what you want and being goal driven. I believe that nothing, nothing worth having is easy to have in any way. And it all goes with perseverance, your focus, and hard work, and God. Hmm. Um, yeah. I believe that, okay, the journey was like this. After high school, I got my metric, good results, had very few people who, 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 who mentored me to say that this is what you need to do. You'll get these bursaries or this is how you apply. Okay, they'll give you bursaries and put it there, but you, at some point you need to say, you need that person who says, are you aware that this bursary is closing tomorrow? You need a, somebody who pushes you, especially when you are in those stages, when you're a teenager. Unfortunately, I never had uh, those people, but I had examples in front of me. Okay, then after matric, then what do I do? The only thing that I was left is to start a company, take myself back to school. And I heard Ufezila saying that, you know, um, when you're in the business journey, there's so much, I'll, I'll say it's haters or it's energy stealers, energy thieves. Those are the first things that you come across. And okay, I'll move back to saying that um, then I started this business. My first job was with a lady who gave me uh, 10 people to cater for. That's where it started. But because I had a goal, I had focus and I had a vision where I want to see myself. Then it moved. Okay, from this 10 people, what do I do first? Okay, I'll save some money for the business and I'll take majority and take my back self to school so that I can understand the boardroom language. So I can understand what the client needs. I can understand what is my target market. What is my sweat analysis? You know, the, the, that language whereby we have lived in terms whereby Espaza shop was ran the African way. It is very important that we do, we run a business the way a business is supposed to be ran, not the African way. And then, um, three, uh, seven years down the line, here I am. Mm. It was not easy, but there was, there were those people like my uncle, uncle Bafanandendwa. Who was there always to be a good example? That's why when you live your life, always think about it. Who's looking? What impact are you doing? It, it may not be direct. It may be indirect, but you are touching somebody's life in a certain way. There are people that look up to you to say that, oh, Uput Fezile is wearing this cap. Uput Weza uh, is wearing this. I want to be like him. So always live your life every day to be exemplary to, to people. Um, Cleaners on call, uh, it's doing great right now. Even though, yes, you'll get that social media haters, you'll get those people who are there, but you never allow them. You, you, you need to speak positivity into your life and, um, be a go getter. Mm. Yeah. 
what do you think of some of the things that Fezile has shared? Um, the, you know, the, he's, he's shared a journey that, that, um, sometimes seems lonely, sometimes seems very, very challenging and, 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 and so on. Um, have you experienced any of that in terms of the lonely, hardcore journey, the, the, the self doubt, the, the internal conflict and all those type of things? And then, you know, having to reconvince yourself that you made a good idea and, and having to, you know, to push through the pain in a way? <laughs> yes, definitely I did. Fizzle spoke of, um, people who are moving goalposts. Mm. You go, you knock at this door, they say, get this document right. Get accredited for cleaning. Get this. You will, you will be assisted. You're going to get this. This deal will be signed. You go get all these things. You go into trouble, you know, all this trouble. Even worse, not even having resources financially to gather all this up. Then you go, here, I've got all these things. I'm accredited and everything is here. Hello? Are you still there? Mm. Are you still there? They went mom on you. Yeah. They're not even replying now. Now you bring a problem. Then you learn, okay, it's fine. Mm. Let me move right along. Yeah. But it, they become a, a, a helping phase whereby you acquire these things. It helps you. Mm. Another thing Faisal spoke about was depression. It is real. Mm. It is there. When you cannot pay the stuff, when you cannot pay rent for your offices, when you cannot, when there's no revenue coming in. There are those months where you get a zero, like, what? Is it a dark cloud? But unfortunately, I never think of a dark cloud. Mm. I always say that we need to respect God's perfect timing. Yeah. In anything that we do. Excellent. Um, I want to just let Fezile come in here and uh, maybe just leave his his uh, final remarks because he has a another event that he actually is currently uh, um, doing for um for a big company big 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 company so we don't, we don't want to get in the way of this man making his money surely yeah yeah Fezile, just some last um you know some last comments and even maybe how we can find you but you can also share on what what maybe what uh, has already been shared by florence and you can just add to your final you know your final comments really look guys um honestly speaking if you want to if you want to think entrepreneurship if you want to think um you know well, quitting something Make sure it's something that's your passion Like seven years Going strong That is passion A lot of people don't have that A lot of people like the thought of Being successful Like, they like the thought of being an entrepreneur Because mm. they see the results The outcomes of it But they don't know the mining The farming that goes with it There's so many, there's so many things you have to deal with And you need to prepare yourself mentally um, for me, I can't say promote, uh, prepare emotionally, but you know, I can say it for someone else. Um, realize that nobody owes you anything in this world. I'll repeat that again. Make sure that when you're going to come up with a business idea, even if it's a me too type of business, it's a me too that has a strategic distinction. If I really like the fact that you've got a cleaners on call, I would like for you to explore more what you can do with my platforms. Uh, I've got two platforms that we're launching, Scooter and Scooter Treats. Scooter Treats, it's pretty much it's on its e-services on demand. So it's me now focusing on many uh, SMEs who don't have access to delivery vehicles, who don't have access to mm. certain resources, but I'm giving them a platform where they can reach consumers that they would not ought to reach organically. Um... Do, you, do a lot of your market research. Understand that even within your business plan, the core things is your situational analysis, your pistol analysis, your operational analysis, your financial analysis. Understand your numbers. Make sure that everyone is a billionaire on paper. No one actually works on the realistic numbers. If you have two rand, if you have ten rand or something, take that. If it can achieve something small in your business, do it in the interim. You know, that's what I'm, I'm currently doing. And that's like the best thing I can say for now, like moving forward. If people want to reach out to me, um, you know, they can hit me up on Twitter, um, audio the brand, or they can follow Scooter RSA. And then on our website as well, all my details are there. So it's, uh, greenscooterza.com. Excellent stuff. Thank you very much, brother. We'll get in touch. Yeah. You really, really are, um, a gentleman on the move. You know, you're doing so much. 
And, uh, and thanks for sharing. Thanks for being open. Thanks for telling us about the roots. Yeah. Because that's, that's the most important stuff. Thanks, brother. <laughs> Great stuff. Well, we're going to let you uh, slide on out of here, and, uh, but we'll carry on the conversations with the ladies right here. Thank you very much for joining us, Mfetu. Um, I'm, I also have right here with me, uh, ooh, um, okay, let me just adjust this right here. I have uh, Miss Keva. Is it Keva or Kiva or Keva? <laughs> Miss Keva. Miss Keva. Yes. yes, just like that. How are you doing, Bugia? Good. How are you, Wizard? Excellent, excellent. So you're in the space of 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 um of acting, right? You're 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 but but tell us a bit more about about um what you're currently doing and also where you started. Um wow, you um the journey started in I think it was twenty sixteen. I'm not sure. It actually started back in like in high school. You know, when we I was very good in maths. And yeah. the teachers literally forced me to do physics And I was like That is not me Sorry guys I, I love I loved the easy way I should say I wanted to do tourism I know I'd pass Whatever Yeah. And then I was just like Okay you know what And my friends used to tell me They would all Obosi specifically Would always tell me Bukewe Why don't you go into acting Because he's such a character But I mean character uh, No But um, I actually thought about it. Oh wow, I got it. <laughs> you know when you, when you're a kid and you're naughty and you are just full of energy and uh, yeah, I think I just went over my boundaries and all of that, so I got expelled. It was a girls' school, so yeah. Mm. So I went to a Cape Town High, and when I went to Cape Town High, I met the hooligans, the most hooligans, <laughs> and I was just like, "Mom, I will not survive in this school." And then she was like, these kids are exactly like you when you were in Holy Cross. Wow. And I was like, oh, okay. I should just survive. And it, at school, I always wanted something that's got to do with me. Because at Holy Cross, I was the bell ringer. So at school, I was like, guys, let's start a dance group. And then they were like, yeah. And then every assembly, we used to dance, dance. And then I expanded it. And I was like, let's do acting. And then I didn't know anything about acting at that time. I was just like, okay, cool. Let's do it, man. I, full force, we went in. I wrote the script. I don't, I can't even remember what I wrote. But mm. Oyama helped me. He was very good in literature. Literature, yeah. So, yeah, we went, we competed with other schools that are already involved in this. Hey, we were like, yo, we're going to lose. And then I was like, you know what, guys? Let's just perform. Let's have fun. And I didn't even know that in acting you just have to have fun. It's a job, but you have fun while doing it, of course. So we went in full force. We had fun. We had fun. And then we became second. And then I was like, wow, we are actually doing a great job. After that, I took a gap year and my mom asked me, um, so Sissy, what are you planning on doing? And I was like, if you're not taking me to City Varsity, I'm not going to school. Then she was like, okay, cool. I'll take you to City Varsity. Boom, I fell pregnant. <laughs> um, I think it was August. Before like, you went to City Varsity? I was already in City Varsity. Oh, you're one of those girls who went. Yeah. They send you to school and then... <laughs> you come back with a present. Oh, man. <laughs> you know, <laughs> there's this... Yeah. There's this... Um, there's something I heard where um, this, la this lady calls the child Diploma. Yeah. And they say, why is you call the child Diploma? Because the girl age. left... Home saying she'll come back with, with a, a diploma, diploma. Then she, she came, came back, back with, with this, this one. <laughs> <laughs> so this is probably diploma. Oh my word. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So that's what actually happened. And then I was like, you know what? I can not fail my mom twice. Mm. I can just not do that. Because she had to pay the full amount. Regard And I couldn't finish Because they were like No we have movement classes And you have to jump up So we, we can't do that Your mom has to finish paying And you come back And she pays again mm. And then I was like And City City is very expensive And I call um, bus series And all of that I was like okay You know what I am going to Joburg My mom was She, she was furious You could see the anger The the, she was scared mm. And she was just like You're not going to Joburg I'm like watch me Hey 
And then she, and she knows that this child is a rebel. Mm. At that time, I was just living my life. And my sister at that time, okay, my youngest, um, my mom's younger sister lived here, but she was abroad because she's always abroad, even now in Kenya, Mm. you know. So I was like, I am going to Joburg. She saw me packing. She's like, I'm not giving you money. Blah, 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 blah. And my aunt, Ususindutu, lived in Jobek and she has friends. So she asked the friend to accommodate me for a while. I packed a very big suitcase. My mom watched me. And you know, wash the dishes, clean this. And then I'm thinking, I'm going to do all of this. Wash my car, me, wash your car. Okay, cool. I took the car to the car wash, came back, and she was really scared, Shem Mama, but I came to Jobek. The funny thing is that, <laughs> so I get to Jobek, they tell me, take the Khao train. I'm like, what is that? How, how do I, I was at the airport for the longest time with my phone off. I didn't know any, with this very big suitcase, but I made my way to the house. And yeah, and then I started hustling. I got into an agent, which was the wrong. A number one, guys, when you want to get in acting, always Google the best agents. There are agents that will just lure you in because they want to. You understand? Hi, they called me. Gigi. I was in Montle in Pretoria. And it was the June 16th, the following day. They said, I'm shooting the following day. On the June 16th at 6 o'clock, I've got to be in Rodeport. I'm like, where's Rodeport? <laughs> I'm like, okay, I'm going to find a way. And it's a public holiday. There are no, it was just a mess. But um, fortunate enough for me, there was a girl that I was shooting with. So we all went to, her mom picked me up. Because they were, are you, are you still in Pretoria? Yeah, yeah. We went to shot Sokola and Partners. And boom, I was one of the leads supporting characters. I was like, okay, wow, I can do this. Following month, shooting Rhythm City. Um, I shot there for about, I think it was two weeks, which was like, okay. And they ex- they kept on extending my character because they were like, hey, we love your energy. Man, hey, Petri, he used to call me Petri. Sneak us your energy. And I was like, wow, energy. You know, when you, yeah. But it's very tough. It got really tough because now I realize it's not about, um, Looking for the fame I actually want This to be my job I want And uh, now I'm an RTMC ambassador So we actually work um, We do industrial Industrials so Industrial like, theatre Yeah I was like I love industrial theatre More than camera So I, that's when I saw that Okay I don't really want the fame I just love the job But she Eish, the tough, it was very tough. So last year we graduated Academy at the Jobek Theatre. And yeah, it was just like, oh well, yeah, I'm still young, I'm still fresh. And when you get into that space where everyone is acting, everyone is doing proper things like Abo Sands or Stay on Mubango. Okay, he's now Goroa, Kabo Mama Bumtandazo. He was there. He was, and you see real people. When I'm referring to real people, like the characters, they real, and then you're like, I, but these people are here. These people are here. People are working. And that's what motivated me on working. That, okay, you don't, you, you don't necessarily have to do acting alone. Like we'll be doing an acting expo in Cape Town for the less fortunate kids. It's like a lot of things in one. And now I'm currently playing Utogo on Isidingo. That journey is not easy too But it's nice It's easy when you're around the people But when you find that Hey, you're not getting enough calls You're just like I, How am I doing this? So there's often this talk about a struggling artist um, And there's a phase of being a struggling artist Do you relate with that at uh, all? Pretty much mm. I am a struggling artist artist tell us what what is the life of a struggling artist Yo, it's, it's, it's de- like it depression is everywhere i see it's very depressing i would sleep and you wake up and you're like wow i'm depressed 
and you try to do something, you write you, but you're still depressed because you're like, I don't have money. There's no electricity. Who am I going to ask for electricity? I've got a son back at home that I've got to. And I took my son in. I was like, okay, come live with me. I want to live with you because I thought I had it all. And I was just like, no, you know what? I can't because there are months where there's no salary coming in. There's actually absolutely nothing coming in. And you're just like, what? What is happening? And you start calling directors, start calling producers. What's happening? Sorry, they didn't write for you this um, on this block. You're not on this block. I'm like, oh, okay. But I'm so proud of myself. I must say I've come a very long way, not knowing anyone in Joburg, to living, to having my own apartment in Joburg now. And yeah, but I am a struggling artist, I must say, because... It, it, we do struggle guys mm. Even though you might see me on TV Every day Just do know that sometimes she doesn't have bread So if you you, you just look at me On social media and say Girl can I transfer you 2 million rand Transfer <laughs> <laughs> Transfer right 2 million Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Wow alright cool Well at least we, we're getting to learn That you know there's There's people who have dreams And they go out for their dreams And they you know, they, they pack their bags and head for Joburg. Mm. And it there's a gradual realization of this dream. Mm. You know, they and they actually that is that is what happiness is. We we, we it's it's not a destination. Mm-mm. You don't arrive and then you say you've arrived. But there's this this ideal this yes. ideal life that you would love to live. Uh, how you'd love to wake up and what you think you would want to do for the rest of your life. And if you are gradually getting to realize that worthy ideal, mm. then that's actually, you know, that, that's, that's, that's the life actually. Mm. It, it, cause it's, it's not necessarily a picture, but it's a video, you yeah. know, and it keeps on evolving. And it comes with the friends as well. Mm. You have got to choose your friends wisely. Mm. Guys, th- the people that you, you sit with most of your time, you become them. Mm. So you've got to mix yourself with the people who are on the same goal, the same vision, and people who will motivate. Not just people who will say, Yo, let's go drink, let's go drink. Oh, let's go do. I'm not saying it's wrong, but just know the time and the support that you get from the, from your friends. Because some friends will, you will think they're supporting you, but they're not. Mm. They are, just there for the moment and mm. you know energy thieves y- yes you, you mentioned <laughs> energy it thieves. You yeah understand? yeah yeah so it's it's very tough florence tell me what what books are you reading because <laughs> when you use words like energy thieves you remind me of a guest i had about two years ago um chris styles and his wife at the styles family and they had a lot to say about you know energy thieves and energy wizards and um those type of things and and it, it might be that you know these driven highly highly motivated people read certain things or watch certain videos or attend certain seminars tell us about what what are you currently feeding to your mind that's making you come up with this vocabulary that's also <laughs> making you sound this driven and passionate Yay. and everything um the main book uh-huh the bible Yes. Yes. And um, I'm reading The Daily Devotions mm-hmm. by Joe Austin, Joyce Meyer, mm-hmm. TD Jakes. Mm-hmm. And I believe that, and okay, I read political books, yeah. Nelson Mandela books. Mm-hmm. Um, there, there's quite a few, yes, we still can. There's quite a few books that I'm reading. But mostly my main book, which I spend time on every day, it's my Bible. Mm. Because I've seen the greatest things that the Lord has done for me. Mm-hmm. He has elevated me to where I am. Mm. Yeah. Where I never thought. You know, mm. that's where I get all my motivation from, from, from all these motivational uh, 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 daily devotions that I read. And w- w- why I, I've chosen that path is that I've learned and I have seen change in my life when reading these books. And they say that you must, you must speak positivity in your life. Mm. I, you, you mustn't dwell on the negative mm. things. Um, 
all the good things that you want, you must pick them. Mm-hmm. You must say that in Dimshe. Yes. Dinemali. Mm-hmm. Business mm. amiakuba. Yes. And it's because it's all those things that people they frighten themselves. They get frightened. Goodbye. Mm. Ah. This lady. Mm. She's pushing some you must speak nobody's going to speak about your life. Yeah. Nobody's going to speak about your business. Definitely. Nobody's going to speak on your behalf. Amen. You make sure. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Let's change that into a church. This is church <laughs> right here. You know those those multi um multi uh lingual churches where they have to translate where the one is preaching in Kosa, then the one is like Ooh, translating everything into Suti, Sutu and then to English and yes. so on. So I, I wanna I wanna actually end the the show in that particular way. So you're gonna say those three things that you just said now. Dinamali and uh, the other things that you also mentioned. Uh and that's pretty much how we'll end the show. But before that, where can we get a hold of you ladies? Yeah. Um, you can get hold of Cleaners on Call on www.cleanersoncall.co.za www.cleanersoncall.co.za And the salon is based at Princess Crossing in closer to Westgate Shopping Mall. It's called Amor, the Pursuit of Beauty. Mm. That's where you can get us. And you can Google www.amorsa.co.za Great stuff. And you... Um, um, Bukiwekheva on Instagram and Bukiwekheva on Facebook and watch Isidingo and see me there. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. All right, cool. It's the shortest hour of the week. And here we go. Umse. I am beautiful. Zenzele. Do it yourself. And it starts with you. Aye, man. You're supposed to say it. <laughs> The pasta changes. Yes. Can look at the pasta changes. Shards. All right. He said, etc., etc., and yeah, etc., etc. Londo. Excellent, guys. It's the shortest hour of the week. It's CliffCentral.com, and it's unplugged and in charge. Thank you very much for listening in. This is CliffCentral.com.